Hi, welcome back to C. Myers. My name is Brian McHenry, and I'm a principal at C. Myers. And I'm Adam Johnson. I'm a principal and CEO of C. Myers. So uh, today, uh, we thought we'd focus on critical thinking. Uh, Adam and I recently facilitated a critical thinking workshop for a number of institutions and um, just feel like it's a really relevant topic and thought we would cover that a little bit and share some of the takeaways from uh, from that workshop. So I thought we'd start off, you know, first, even before diving into some of the takeaways from from the workshop, why why critical thinking and you know, what what's so important about this and why why is it a discussion topic for many leaders right now? So what what we observe is that um, there's an opportunity for organizations to to move move their businesses forward faster and better. And one of the things when we you know peel back the onion, ask what's holding them back. It's not necessarily, in all cases, just narrowing down to the top strategic priorities. In many cases, the message that we're hearing is it's the depth of thinking and decision-making across the organization. And if they were able to take some steps to improve that caliber of thinking and decision-making, they'd be able to move the business forward faster. And so then when you when you think about that too, and being able to move the, the organization forward faster, you know, sometimes what comes up for certain people is they're like, well, I feel like my critical thinking is already pretty good. You know, I'm I'm in a good spot. I feel like I'm making the decisions that I need to. And so then what can come up for those where they say we want to move faster is they start focusing on others in their organization and where the roadblocks might be on, as you said, Adam, some of that depth. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I'd be happy to. So just because someone is very good at something doesn't necessarily mean that they're um, excellent at teaching it. And so one of the things that we've heard consistently from leaders is, how do I get people to think better and more effectively? And so we have found that by providing a framework or working on some structured practices, um, leaders are better able to understand critical thinking so that they can get better at teaching and fostering critical thinking and shortening those critical thinking learning curves from their future leaders. That makes sense. You know, sometimes those that are really good at something, it's hard for them on the teaching of it because it's just so natural to them. They're not sure, as you said, how to break it down and help others make progress on this. And I think then the next natural question that comes up here is, as as you're trying to work on critical thinking organizationally and for helping others develop that does everyone have the ability to be a great critical thinker well uh, i'd like to say yes but uh, it is not our observation that everyone can be a great critical thinker it's kind of like asking if everyone can be a great athlete no not everyone's built that way but can everybody be an athlete and can everybody get better as an athlete? Absolutely. We find the same thing with critical thinking. So um, even if there's some folks that are not able to be great critical thinkers, almost everybody can get better as a critical thinker and everybody can be a critical thinker. Yeah, agree. Agree on that. So, you know, shifting, that's that's a little bit of the why and, and some of our observations, you know, as I mentioned, we recently facilitated this workshop on critical thinking. So maybe let's shift gears here. And and what are some what, what were some of the key takeaways that came out of that for the those that participated? 
So it was different, you know, across it was across the board. There were some different, you know, some feedback that we got. Uh, people got different things from it. There were some consistent themes, though. One of the things that came out was, you know, after going through and, and understanding the framework and practicing and doing exercises and even observing other groups doing critical thinking, one of the things that came out consistently was a lot of folks mentioning a desire to really push for clarity on the objectives. What is someone really trying to accomplish? We got into our groups, we were practicing something, and we were talking about different things. And so first and foremost, getting on the same page of what are we trying to accomplish in general on this topic? And then what are we trying to accomplish in this discussion? It also, just it, it, more broadly speaking, heard some feedback of people saying, you know, I need to ask more questions and, and, and dive deeper. Along those lines, another thing that came out consistently was, um, I think there's some opportunity for our organization to um, get to the root issues to make sure we're solving the right problems. And so that came out you know, really consistently across participants and across the groups. What's interesting on that, you know, as you take each of those, getting more clarity, asking more questions, getting to the root cause, is while all of that, you know, talking about depth of decision making and applying critical thinking to move move things forward, they're so applicable in many other ways. Not not just like what's this decision that needs to be made, but to your point, you said getting clarity on even the objective of how we're going to spend this time together. So, what do we need to accomplish, and how do we want to spend the time? That comes up a lot, I'll say, in our leadership development of how do I make my meetings more effective. Well, one of the first things is, are you clear and then also providing clarity on what the objective of the meeting is? Is it a discovery meeting, a brainstorming meeting, a decision meeting? So having that sort of clarity, as well as then whatever topic or project or thing you're trying to accomplish, having real clarity there as well. Um, so, yeah. And that, that came up, um, as you know, it, you know, from from the participants of we get together, we have good discussions, but we go off on a lot of sidetracks. And at the end of it, even a good discussion, even the good, though we had a good discussion, we didn't really accomplish what we thought we wanted to accomplish in that meeting. And so how do we get how do we get more effective? And that, some of that comes back to one of the consistent messages also was, how do we find more time to think critically? I feel like I'm spending so much time putting out fires or jumping from one meeting to the next. How do we create more time? And since, of course, there's never going to be more than 24 hours in the day, at least that we know about. So we need to find ways to leverage the time we have and the meetings and in, in, in the work structures that we have to be more effective during those times. Yeah, absolutely. And connecting this a little bit, I'll say, with what we've seen from leaders as well as like, how do we find more time? You only have so much time. It can't be additive. So you have meaning you can't add this and say, well, I need to think critically more. So I'm going to add an extra hour in my day. It's how do you apply this in every situation, as you said, to be more effective for the time that you are spending. And one thing too, you know, I'm thinking on the clarity, the root issues and asking questions. What also came up as a takeaway is really this idea of where are my assumptions and biases influencing my responses and either helping or more often than not, where are they getting the in the way? So. I assumed I knew what we were trying to accomplish. And then in reality, I didn't. 
that we all had different objectives and then also the questions being able to really sift through and break through some of those assumptions or at least try and bring them to light so then we can decide how we want to face them or or adjust for them going forward yeah and, and brian that that focus on clarifying and identifying the assumptions and the biases that's something that's been a consistent theme through the other work workshops that we've done and groups we've worked with on critical thinking a real value add was how do I sort this out into is that what, what are the assumptions we're operating on? Because um, it's not usually if you if you reflect backwards on a decision that went bad, it's not usually the logic that broke down. It was the assumptions upon which the logic was based. And so if we can get in the practice of at least identifying and acknowledging the assumptions, it kind of leads another component of the critical thinking as well. If this is such an important assumption that it drives everything else about this, what are some ways in which we can support or refute this assumption? Um, what are some what's some data we might be able to get at in order to make us feel more comfortable that this is the assumption that this is an assumption that makes sense, or maybe this is an assumption we need to challenge. And if we do challenge it and, and operate on a different assumption, it's probably going to result in a different decision at the end. Yeah. I want to I want to go back to then, you know, so talking about assumptions, the clarity, the questions, the root cause. Then you know we reference time a little bit and making it more effective. Yeah, you know, another another takeaway or kind of question that came up is how, how and when do I do my best thinking, and how and when does the team do their best thinking? And this was a conversation. Do you want to share a little bit more about some of the takeaways there? Yeah, sure. And I'll, I'll just speak broadly to the feedback we've gotten over the years on this question. Very wide range of feedback. When do I do my best thinking? For some folks, it's First thing in the morning when my house is quiet, I'm having a cup of coffee. Sometimes they're in the shower. Sometimes it's it's uh, driving to work. Sometimes it's in the evening after I put the kids down to bed. One of the things that's interesting is if you go around the table and you ask people, when do you individually do your best thinking? You almost never find that everyone does it at the same in the same circumstance. Um, and you all we also observed that often it's not at work when they do their best thinking, which of course conflicts with the idea of how do we make our days more effective during work time and not stretch the days. I think he said not make it additive. So how, if we understand that about ourselves, why is it that that is when we do our best thinking? And then what are some ways in which we can construct our time differently during normal work hours to try to get the most? Then, as you said about the teams, if one person does their best thinking in the shower, one person does their best thinking mowing the lawn, pretty unlikely that they're going to be, <laughs> those are gonna, those are incompatible for a team. So how do we- Not going to work we, very well. Not going to work, well. work very well. So how do, how do how, you know, what are some ways in which we can, you know, understand and, and challenge ourselves as leaders to observe when, do, when does our team do the best thinking? And in those moments when we need our best thinking, how do we pull some levers to make sure? And sometimes people will go um, into a different physical location or they'll do something different about the meeting to try to get their best thinking, but they can't get there unless without first reflecting on when does the team do its best thinking so that they can identify how to create that environment when they need it. So from a, I'll say a, one of the things that's part of the workshop is, you know, we're talking about some of the takeaways. We do a lot of practice when we're there. It's not just what is critical thinking and frameworks and approaches. It's let's actually practice. So what, you know, in terms of the practice, what, what were folks finding most effective? Good, good question. We have observed that 
there's only so much theory that someone or framework that that people can digest into and, and, and to make use of without that practice. And so uh, really lean heavily on the practice, introduce some frameworks. And then what, what, what people found valuable at the beginning, really providing them the structure, here's some questions to ask. Then they would get into their groups and practice in, in the instances where it was group work and and work through the questions then come back and hear not only what they came up with, but what were your observations about how this worked? Um, and what, you, what what did you observe about the, the components? Which of these components really um, mattered most to you? Um, and what were your observations? What we found too is over the course of time with the practice, giving less and less structure was valuable. Helping them, because one of the important parts of critical thinking is asking those better and, and more clarifying questions. And so how do we identify what questions would make the most sense right now on this topic? And so what we found is that practice of small group, a little bit more structure at the beginning, but over time getting used to less structure, coming up their own questions. I'd say one, one last uh, observation, at least especially in this last workshop that the um, you know those uh, folks found valuable was there was a part of it where um, the, the groups were assigned to just um, observe another group reporting back um, and then another group was assigned to ask questions clarifying questions and so it had kind of three different things going on one group sharing what they came up with then another group asking questions and a third group uh, observing how it was functioning and then mixing up those roles we found you know, that mixture of roles that people got to play was really valuable for them to see things from a different perspective yeah, I, I agree on that. And, you know, then playing the different roles, there's so many different learnings that are helping helping on critical thinking and just I'll say generally being a better leader. Like if you're in the group that's going to ask questions, you're hearing what's being shared, you have to ask questions, it changes your listening. And so just being able to really pay attention to that listening and then also for the other group on the observations, paying attention so that you can provide feedback it's such a critical piece of this too. And it's one of the things I'll say we see uh, be missed somewhat regularly is the assessment of the thinking, the assessment of how the time was spent. And often I'll say, I've shared this before, is like people will say good job, but that's inadequate from an assessment standpoint. What was good about it? What worked, what didn't work? And really spending the time, even if it was perfect, you think taking the time to talk it through, that piece gets missed because you have to move on. There's a ton of things going on, as we already talked about times limited, and you're missing out on the opportunities to take those learnings and make the critical thinking, the decision making more effective next time, which next time is probably somewhere between approximately five seconds and five minutes later <laughs> after whatever just happened. One, one thing that I thought it was was interesting in the last uh, workshop was a, a number of folks had, had said, you know, I'd really like to find ways to improve how I engage my teams. I'll explain something, then I'll ask um, any questions, and there's not a whole lot of engagement. So one of the things that came out, I believe, of that process where people were switching roles, either they were requested to ask questions or to observe, is they found some additional ways to engage, uh, ask some different kinds of questions that they intend to take back to their teams um, in order to get some more engagement when they're when they're working together and communicating something. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said that because, you know, often as leaders in different spots, I'm presenting, but I'm not getting any sort of feedback or engagement. It, it, the energy doesn't feel there. And the assumption is then that people must understand, but then you find later they don't understand. So it's on both sides to make sure there's engagement. But to your point, Adam, really finding some ways as the facilitator, the presenter, whatever role that may be, going beyond, does anyone have any questions, which is pretty typical and doesn't necessarily create the engagement that you might be looking for, but also trying not to put people on the spot. And so agree that was even just in a, I'll say, meeting tips and tricks. We've referenced a couple of things people found real value in a critical thinking workshop of taking some of those components and applying them to engagement, meeting structure, meeting effectiveness. In, in general, I think, you know, overall, anything that puts a spotlight on helping people reflect on their own critical thinking skills, coming up with one or two takeaways for themselves, mm -hmm. um, but then definitely a spotlight on critical thinking in general and how to observe and identify some opportunities for improvement for others, um, that focus is going to pay off and um, significantly over the course of time. Yeah, I agree. Well, I know we've talked about a number of things today. Talked, you know, why critical thinking, seeing the the need from a depth of organization on the thinking and decision making day in and day out on strategic progress. Talked about can everyone be a great critical thinker? No, but that doesn't mean they can't get better. They can't practice and get better. And then just some of the general takeaways that we saw in terms of clarity, questions, assumptions, assessment, and practices that help people get better while also figuring out that you know, times and ways to do their best thinking. So we appreciate everybody's time today. Feel free, as always, if you have any questions to reach out. Otherwise, we hope you have a great day.